We're about to jump into today's episode, but before we do, I want to tell you about our sponsor, Wildwoods Coffee. It's Middle Tennessee's newest coffee roaster. They specialize in small batch, roast-to-order specialty coffee, so they're sure to have a coffee that satisfies you. Rachel, do you like it? There you go, from Rachel herself. We have been sipping on their Ethiopian and Costa Rica roasts. Mm, 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 mm. I will say they also partner with a few outdoor programs to help people get outside and involved in outdoor activities, thus the name Wildwoods Coffee. They are a great new local coffee roaster, and we recommend you buy your coffee from them. Go to wildwoodscoffee.com and get 15% off your first order when you use the code coffee tour 15 that's the words coffee tour and the number one five get 15 percent off your first order at wildwoodscoffee.com use the code coffee tour 15 at checkout here's the episode okay so this is a special episode we are at cameron and samantha bishop's house and cameron founded wildwoods coffee which is our sponsor right now for the podcast we are at their house but we're in the car. Yep. We're going to have some coffee. He's going to give us the treatment, I think. He's going to give us coffee, and then we're going to have some coffee. And <laughs> I think we're going to have some more coffee. So I know that you're having decaf. Yep. I'm going to have calf. Emma, what kind of coffee are you going to have? <laughs> I think she's abstaining from coffee today. She is only two. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be good. So Cameron roasts the coffee, I believe, from his home. So we might even get a little tour of the coffee roaster yeah. station. I actually don't even know what I'm talking about right now. I think We're going to learn about it. Yeah, yeah. we're going to learn about it. And I think he might give us a little, you know, some samples. We'll see. We brought granola. Try and bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? Everything. You bring something to the table in life. That's my advice. Whenever you go anywhere, whatever you do... Just bring something to the table, metaphorically, literally, whatever it is. Offer something. We are receiving coffee today. We are giving granola. It's a shame and honor kind of exchange. Have you heard about that in other countries? All right, let's go in. Okay. So we've got Cameron Bishop here with wife Samantha. And we are sitting in their home in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And so if, if you... Welcome. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm... I am welcome, is what you're saying. And yes. we welcome you, podcast yeah. listeners, to this episode. Really, so we have tried three different coffees today, plus a decaf. Mm-hmm. And um, it was kind of like a an experiment of uh, expression. You asked us what we experienced. And mm-hmm. Emma, are you having fun over there, baby? Yeah. <clears throat> Emma's here playing with the cat. <laughs> And um, anyway, so yeah, tell us who you are and and uh, and what you do with coffee, man. Yeah, so my name is Cameron. I've been involved in coffee one way or another for about 11 years, uh, mostly being a barista at coffee shops, um, as a head barista and barista trainer for a short season. Definitely very fun jobs. I love working in that environment. Um, more recently, probably about two years or so, I've been roasting coffee. And um, more recently, still kind of branched out doing my own um, coffee, trying to make my own way in the world, as it were. Uh, it's Wildwoods Coffee. Uh, I think it's really good coffee. I hope other people enjoy it too. We like it. Yeah. And uh, 
Wildwoods Coffee. Cameron is an official sponsor of the Nashville Coffee Tour. So we are live. I guess for you it's not live, it's recorded, but <laughs> we are on set. We are in the home of Cameron Bishop, mm-hmm. Wildwoods Coffee. The roaster is in the garage, like really close to where we're sitting right yes, now. Yes, it is. And we're going to go in there in a minute. But I just want to hear why you're passionate about coffee. Yeah. Um, I think coffee is one of the few things that is truly a global shared experience. Um, coffee is grown all across the world. Coffee is drunk all across the world. Um, you know, whether your preferred cup of coffee is Folgers or you like really specialty, the high-end rare coffees, people can enjoy coffee on all levels across the globe. And to me, that's so fascinating and interesting. And I think using roasting to express my love of coffee and share that with other people is really satisfying. Mm. And we were satisfied with the different varietals we tried today. Mm-hmm. I learned something new. You know how there's wine varietals? You know, a Shiraz or a, you know, all these different kinds. Yeah. Coffee is the same thing. So Absolutely. Cool. It's something a lot of people don't think about, but coffee is an agricultural product. And season to season, year to year, coffees from the same region can be different because of environmental factors. And more than environmental factors, too, there's genetic factors of different varietals of coffee. Which is crazy. He pulled out a map of a tree. It was like a family tree, but for coffee. Mm-hmm. So I think I saw some of my relatives on there. <laughs> I didn't see Canada on there, though. Do, do no. they grow coffee there? I'm sure someone's trying to grow coffee in a little plant, but no, coffee is typically just grown within the tropical region, so close That's to what the I equator. Bit and use the money raised that way to help support and get people outside. Um, whether it's in like a summer camp program, a backpacking group, um, there's a lot of great people out there who are using outdoor education, that kind of experiential education and programs as a ministry uh-huh. and using my coffee to help support and get people in those programs that otherwise wouldn't be able to. Um, Mm -hmm. We're not quite there yet because we're such a new company and working with all the startup stuff and all of that. But that was the original intent of starting a roasting company and definitely something we're still trying to work with and figure out. That's cool. It's bringing together two really good things, Mm -hmm. being outside and coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. I think coffee, hot coffee on a cold day in the woods, mm. man, there's nothing better than that. Exactly. It's wild. Yeah. Woods coffee. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was a bit of the inspiration for the name too. So. The wild part, like out in the mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, exactly. Why not just woods coffee? Mm-hmm. Is, are, the, are the woods actually wild or is it the coffee? Probably a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> You're wild. Uh, Why don't we no. go into the roasting <laughs> garage? Absolutely, yeah. We can kind of show you the roaster and a bit of the ins and outs of what goes on during the roasting process. Cool. Uh, Yeah, so this is the roaster. It is a one kilogram roaster, so it is really small. Uh, Most kind of bigger commercial type coffee roasters use, or specialty coffee roasters, use like 15 to 20 kilogram roasters. Mm. Commercial roasters get up to like 
260 kilogram, which is just massive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I roast just a tiny bit of coffee at a time. Each batch. With I can love, you with know, because it's so small. Always, yeah, but each batch I really get to focus in and kind of control what's happening. The control interface is really simple to use, temperature readouts and tracking the temperature over time and the change. Uh, but it's roasting, it's a simple process, but there's a lot of science and art that goes into what exactly you're doing during the, that process. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's a machine, but mm -hmm. the person operating the machine is the artiste. Exactly. The barista. So, so how many bags of coffee can you make at one time? So with a one kilogram batch, I can do almost three bags of coffee. Wow. <laughs> Only three bags? Wow, that is That's love. A, it is, mm -hmm. yeah. Almost three bags. Yep. And most of those, a one kilogram is like the full capacity to mm -hmm. allow better like airspace and airflow and make sure each bean is roasted more evenly. I actually don't even roast that much at a time. Mm -hmm. And what's this vent coming out of it? Yeah, so roasters get really, really hot. Um, the exhaust area can be over 500 degrees, wow. potentially. And so just making sure that air is moved out safely. Because um, it's your garage. It's my garage. Which is in your house. It is. So I always leave the door, the garage door, like wide open. Hmm. Um, you know, I think my neighbors probably don't appreciate the roasting smell. Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell like a good fresh cup of coffee yet. <laughs> really? Mm -mm. No. It smells bad. It's not bad. It's just it smells like something burning and charring. And oh, it's kind of kind of what's going on in inside the roasting process. Huh. Cool, man. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about the roaster? About the roaster, no. What about Wildwoods? Wildwoods. It's good coffee. Try it sometime. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we went to Cameron and Samantha's house. Wildwoods Coffee. Mm -hmm. headquarters yep spring hill tennessee man that was really good coffee it was it was excellent coffee so we did a little taste testing yeah well tell us about that so um i was drinking decaf so we we started with everyone got a little decaf and then everyone else uh taste tested three different kinds of coffee so i can only really speak about decaf coffee but it was I think it was the best decaf I've ever had. I will second that. It was so flavorful for decaf coffee. It was remarkably tasty. It was very, very good. Honestly, I was like, is this really decaf? Yeah. It actually tasted better than a lot of regular coffees yeah. that I've had. Which was so surprising. I mean, goodness. But, I mean, Flabbergasted. Yeah. I'm not kidding. So um, we know just enough about coffee to be able to comment on... The type of decaf. Um, and it was a, what's it called? Like water, what's the decaf style? Was it a Swiss, Swiss water, yeah. Swiss water. It's called the Swiss pocket knife. Swiss, no. Swiss, Swiss water, water decaf. Processed. Swiss water pro. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know enough about coffee? <laughs> well, we I should have said we almost know enough. No, it's Swiss water process for decaf coffee. Mm -hmm. Which is a more like, I want to say, um, above board way to de decaffeinate coffee. It's um, more like ecological, you might say. It's better. 
It's just better. It's the betterness of good. Now, Cameron also prepared it with a different kind of contraption than I've ever seen before. Like, we just use a Chemex at home. Um, but he used a, what was it called? Do you remember? Oh, it was I some don't. other kind of filter. It was a thinner filter. So it let more Was it the thinnest one? Through. He had three different levels of filter. It was like the Chemex, which filters out a lot of the oils. And then there's like this. the V60? Something like that, which was in the middle. <laughs> I hope Cameron's not listening to this. <laughs> oh, he's going to listen to it. Cameron, we're sorry. We are the coffee tour, not the coffee expertise. That's you. So anyway, he gave us... He gave us the choice. Do we do the same kind of coffee in three different styles or we could do the same style with three different copies? And we chose, I guess I chose to do three different copies. And it just so happened that he had the Indonesian, the Guatemalan, and the Costa Rican varietals is what it's called. Just like in wine, you have coffee varietals. Mm -hmm. And let me just say that Cameron knows his stuff. Wow. He literally pulled out posters that displayed his knowledge and um, explained all the different regions in the world. He showed us the coffee family tree. I didn't know that coffee had a family. But sure enough, it does. It's got branches spreading throughout the whole world. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, it's just incredible. And he was able to look at, through his chart, you know, how elevation changes the, the types of coffee and, you know, when they harvest the coffee when they should. I mean, it's just incredible. I didn't know it, but coffee can be good depending on where it comes from before it's roasted for up to like a year. Yeah. Before you roast it. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought, I thought it's like you open the bag and it's good for a couple days, like a week. After you roast it, I guess. But it's after you roast it. Yeah. So, so we started with the decaf, mind blown, hard to get even better than that, but you know, decaf is decaf. So then we moved to the Indonesian. And let me, the cool thing is he didn't tell us what they were beforehand. It was a surprise. And he, he made us, I, I went along pretty easily, describe our experience as we tasted the different coffees. So it was me and Samantha, really. But she is married to him. So he, she knows all the coffees. She was just playing along, I think. So I said the things that came to my mind. I tried to use like all the language you're supposed to use, like, oh, it's floral with a hint of, cherry blossom stuff like that and Cameron would agree with me at least 50% of the time so that just means I think that maybe I am an expert maybe you are maybe my palate is expert level he also said something like it's you know it's how you perceive it no kind it's of a, thing. like you mean objective where it's I know what it is no like sometimes objectively subjectively subjectively like, what does it taste like to you you know why do people agree about subjectiveness, though? I don't know. Subjectivity. Subjective opinions about coffee. He Like, when I said it, he was like, mm-hmm. I think that means it was objective. Maybe. The Indonesian was, was not my favorite. What what did that one taste like? Do you remember? Um, I remember saying earthy. Very earthy. Mm-hmm. And some... That's it. That's all I remember. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, the next one... The Guatemalan was was good, still not my favorite, but it was good. And I want to say that one had that that one had like dark chocolate kind of flavor to me. Mm-hmm. And that was the one where Cameron said, 
I believe that he said it had like the spices. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't remember if it was that one or not. I think it was. Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so the Guatemalan was okay, but I really like the Costa Rican because, or I guess it's called the Costa Rica, and um, that's that's actually yeah, that's my favorite. That's for sure my favorite. I just I was like I want a bag of it. I want to put it in my car. Go out and buy Wildwoods Coffee. It's Wildwoods Coffee. Dot com. Enter Coffee Tour 15 and get 15% off your first order. Everyone, go to wildwoodscoffee.com and get some Wildwoods coffee. 15% off your first order with the code Coffee Tour 15. Wildwoodscoffee.com. Check it out. Peace out. I'm Chad. And I'm Rachel. And this is the Nashville Coffee Tour.